chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. Listen to the word of God. Now, when the Lord was about to take Elijah up into heaven by a whirlwind, Elijah and Elijah were on their way from Gilgal. Elijah said to Elijah, Stay here, for the Lord has sent me as far as Bethel. But Elijah said, As the Lord lives and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. The company of prophets who were in Bethel came out to Elijah and said to him, Do you know that today the Lord will take your master away from you? And he said, Yes, I know. Keep silent. Elijah said to him, Elijah, stay here, for the Lord has sent me to Jericho. But he said, As the Lord lives and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So they came to Jericho. The company of prophets who were at Jericho drew near to Elijah and said to him, Do you know that today the Lord will take your master from you? And he answered, Yes, I know. Be silent. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here, for the Lord has sent me to Jordan. But he said, As the Lord lives and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on. Fifty men of the company of prophets also went and stood at some distance from them as they were both standing by the Jordan. Then Elijah took his mantle and he rolled it up and he struck the water and the water was parted to the one side and to the other until the two of them crossed on dry ground. When they had crossed, Elijah said to Elijah, Tell me what I may do for you before I am taken from you. Elijah said, Please let me inherit a double share of your spirit. He responded, You have asked a hard thing, yet if you see me as I am taken from you, it will be granted to you. If not, it will not. As they continued walking and talking, a chariot of fire and horses of fire separated the two of them, and Elijah ascended in a whirlwind into heaven. Elijah kept watching and crying out, Father, Father, the chariots of Israel and its horsemen. But when he could no longer see him, he grasped his own clothes and tore them into two pieces. What do we make of this story? Is this something that CNN is going to capture for the evening news? Well, that's a depiction. I'm not sure that was CNN's rendition. Elijah was a great prophet. And as a great prophet, He made a lot of people really unhappy. He's a little bit like Socrates, 
When you go around giving people advice, they make you drink hemlock. Be careful of your advice. Um, let me back up first. What is, um, we talk about prophets and prophecy a lot. What is a true prophet? What does a prophet do? Who knows what a prophet does? Prophesize, thank you. In logic, we call that a tautology. That's true under every truth condition, yeah. What do pro, what, come on, this is not a hard one. What do, foretells the future. Really? The mouthpiece of God. We have a winner. Prophets don't necessarily say this is what's going to happen in the future. Prophets speak the word that God gives them to speak. Sometimes those words don't come to pass. We just saw the story of Jonah, and Jonah goes to Nineveh and says, 40 days and you're going to glow in the dark, have a nice day. And everybody in Nineveh repents from the king on down, and God says, wow, didn't see that coming. I'm going to spare you. Now, Jonah is considered a true prophet, even though his prophecy did not come to pass because Jonah spoke the word that God gave him to speak. That's what a prophet. So when you hear of like Nostradamus, all these people that, you know, say what's going to happen thousands of years, that is not a biblical or particularly uh, Hebrew understanding of prophecy. Prophecy in the Bible is speaking the words that God gives you to speak, period. That's, that's what prophecy are. Elijah's prophecies were, you know, Mr. Ruler, you can't do what you're doing. Bad boy. And how do rulers respond to this? When you go up to the Speaker of the House and say, repent, stop doing what you're doing, or you go to the President and you say, shame on you, do this. They, they respond by saying, thank you for that good advice. I was just waiting for someone to tell me what I should do. That's so helpful. No, they respond by saying, you know what? <laughs> Please leave. Okay? And Elijah really, Elijah was on the run a lot. They really were after him. He put all the prophets of Baal to the sword. I mean, he killed lots of them. He was not a well-beloved prophet by, the, by some of the people. And he just said, God, I'm done. How many of you have ever felt that way? I'm done. I've done everything I'm willing to do, and I just want to go, I just want to leave. And so God makes this arrangement. It's, it's the only place in Scripture we have this where, where Elijah is taken up. It's kind of the beam me up Scotty thing, you know, if you're a Star Trek fan. And everybody knows this is going to happen. And Elijah's mentor, mentee, is Elisha or Elisha. And, and Elijah says, stay here because God's calling me home. 
And what does Elisha say? No. As the Lord lives and as I live, I will not leave you. <clears throat> and so they go a little ways. And then, well, you know, God's calling me to Jericho. So stay here, Al, because you've done your good thing. And again, as the Lord lives and as I live, I won't leave you. I'm sure Elijah just wants to do this on his own, right? There's some moments you just kind of want to be alone for. But as the Lord lives and as I live, I won't leave you. As we walk our faith, we're going to look for the next six weeks. We're going to be looking at different elements of walking our faith. And there's going to be moments in this life when people tell you to stop. And there are some times when you need to, in fact, stop. <laughs> like, leave me alone. You know, sometimes you just need to leave them alone. But there are other times when they'll say, you know, it's okay. Do you need me to come over? No, I'm all right. You hear that? I'm okay. Just stay where you are. I'll stop throwing up sometime on my own. <laughs> you know? And we need to say, no, I'm coming over. I'm coming over and I'm going to stay with you. My next door neighbor, my, my neighbor across the street, had a hysterectomy a couple days ago, and unbeknownst to them, their daughter flew out from New Jersey. And the husband said, you know, it really was a very wonderful surprise. They didn't know she was coming, but boy, could they use her help. As the Lord lives and as I live, I will not leave you. Often we are told specifically to stop doing what we're doing as an invitation to say, are you going to turn aside or not? Are you going to take the easy road out or are you going to keep going? And it does take some wisdom to know when we are called to keep moving forward with this journey, but there are times when we have to say, no, I love you, I'm not leaving you. I'm going to continue walking with you. The journey to the cross is one of those journeys where I will not leave you. I may fall asleep in the garden, but I'm going to keep walking with you. And at the last, the double portion, the idea in Israel is the the older son gets a double portion of the inheritance. The, the younger son gets a single portion, but the older one gets a double portion, and what Elisha or Elisha asked for is he wants a double portion of Elijah's spirit because he knows what he needs if he's going to be Elijah for the people. And he's going to go up to the rulers and say, Shame on you. Turn back to the living God. Stop oppressing the people. Stop stealing people's land. Stop doing the things that are leading the people to destruction. Just stop it. If he's going to have what it takes to do that, he needs a double portion. 
And Elijah says, you know, you've asked a hard thing, and I don't know whether or not that's going to be granted. If you can see the chariot come down, then it will be granted to you. And if you can't, it won't. This is why I don't think CNN's going to pick it up. Or if they do pick it up, only half the people who are watching are going to see it. Like, one person's going to say, wow, that's really cool. The other person's saying, why do we have a camera on empty sky? It really does depend. And God allows us to see that or not. And it's really not about whether we have the worth internally. It's about whether God chooses to show us. But in our congregation and in our midst, there are people who know which way we need to go. And we know who they are. And sometimes they speak words of truth and are like, it's okay, you don't need to, you don't need to come with me. You, you're okay. I'll, I'll, do this, I'll do this on my own. How many times have you heard that? Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll just clean up Bridge Hall by myself. Because it's so much fun. I'll, I'll finish doing the kitchen stuff by myself. Just you go ahead and take off. Because it's so lovely to do that by yourself. And sometimes we need to say, no, it's as simple as that. And our kids see that. My dad never left church until everything was done drove me nuts because I had to get there early because my mother was the organist. I was at church all day, and I'm not even black. Okay, I mean, in a black church, you do that, but in a white church, you don't. It's like, this is crazy. You know, I'm getting there early, I'm leaving late. You know, I got things to do. I'm a swimmer, so I was, you know, it was my only fun day. But my dad just didn't leave if there was work to be done. And it drove me nuts, but, you know, it made me who I am today. As you live and breathe, and as the Lord lives and breathes, I won't leave you. Sometimes that makes all the difference. Elisha was an amazing prophet. He was so amazing that, that Scripture records that they threw a dead person into his grave, unbeknownst, and touching his bones, a person came back to life. Now, when you raise someone from the dead when you're dead, that's a really good trick. I mean, even Jesus didn't do that. This guy had some juju, whatever. God really did give him a double portion of Elijah's spirit. As we walk our faith, there are going to be times when we hear the words, Stay here, let me go on alone. And we need to be able to say, and know when to say, as the Lord lives, and as I live, I will not leave you. And that makes all the difference. And that's good news. Amen. We're going to have a little jam up here. We're going to do a Jimmy Cliff song.
to cross, but I can't seem to find my way over. Wandering, I am lost as I travel along the white cliffs of Dover. Rivers to cross, and it's only my will that keeps me alive. I've been licked, washed up for years, and I merely survive because of my pride. And this loneliness won't leave me alone. It's such a drag to be on your own. My man left me, and he didn't say why. Well, I guess I'll just have to cry. I've got many rivers to cross. But just where to begin, I'm playing for of Dover. I've got many rivers to cross, many rivers to cross. 